welcome back to the I Want to Be Like You podcast, the mother-daughter podcast that will make you laugh, make you cry, and probably make you a little uncomfortable. What the hell are you laughing at? (laughs) (laughs) You're like already laughing. We haven't even started. Nothing's even happening. Nothing is going on. Life. (laughs) The title of this episode is The One with Binks, and we are your hosts, Christina and Piper. So today we're going to be talking about Piper's friends and what I think of them and why Piper doesn't have a time limit on her phone. I know a lot of parents aren't going to agree with that, but I have a lot of very good reasons as far as I'm concerned for why we don't have a time limit on that and why she is allowed to text her friends for as long as she wants, any time of day or night. Uh, We have already talk to her friends because I wanted to make sure she cleared it with them before we mentioned any names and only the friends that have agreed to have their names mentioned will be talked about. Any others that have not agreed will just be, uh, we may reference some, but we will not mention any names without consent. We're going to be very careful about that. Um, I am also going to be very careful not to talk about anything personal with these friends. You said last week that you wanted to know what I thought about your friends, so you can ask me anything. Okay. Who do you want to talk about first? Kaylee. What do you think about Kaylee? I love Kaylee. Oh, my God. Kaylee is welcome over here anytime. She's so sweet. She's so quiet. She's, like, so quiet. So Kaylee does live here, and I only specify that because... Well, not like here in our around home. here, Yeah. Well, they know that she doesn't live here in the house. Why would she live in our house? Some friends live with other friends. This isn't One Tree Hill. Well, that I know. Or, like, okay. Love Victor. <laughs> like, your friends don't live with us. No, I just mean in this town. And I only, like, specify that because some of Piper's friends she's met at TNVA. And they know you go to virtual school. So some of your friends don't live here. They're not, they're not in this city. But Kaylee is in this city and... She met Piper in theater, but they hang out outside of theater as well. And we've gone to see some of Kaylee's shows and she's fantastic. She is an incredible actress. I actually, I I love seeing her on stage. She's great, but she's just a genuinely good person. She gives me, she gives me really good vibes. I love when she's around when she came to hang out for Halloween I loved having her in the house. She's very respectful. She very much is, yes. Yeah. Like, I don't... I mean, honestly, I don't get that vibe from any of your friends, being totally honest. But when she's around, she's just very chill, very respectful, very aware of herself. Yeah. And the fact that she's in someone else's house. I did notice after, like, the first time she was over at the house, I kind of had to, like really let her know that she she can be comfortable here that she doesn't have to like be careful you know obviously with the boys around this house a fucking war zone anyway (laughs) you know but I love Kaylee she's so sweet she's welcome anytime and she's so funny for someone that's so quiet she's got such a dry sense of humor she I mean she's she's funny when was the first time you met Kaylee like met her met her yeah or like talked to her per se i mean i met her in passing when i was picking you up from rehearsal right last year like well not last year but last two, almost season. two years ago yeah. yeah two seasons ago 
Uh, but I didn't talk to her, talk to her until you were going to the trivia night for the church thing. Right, right. Okay, Bronwyn. And she showed up in pajamas, so I already loved her. I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, my kind of woman. Bronwyn, what do you think about her? She's sweet. I like Bronwyn. I've never met her. I know, but... but from what you tell me, she's she's nice. And you're very, you're very honest. You're a lot like me, and you go off of people's vibes. Mm-hmm. More than anything else. Yeah. So whenever you talk to me about your friends, I kind of go off of how you are when you talk about them, if that makes sense. If you seem really at ease and yourself, comfortable and calm when you talk about one of your friends, I already know that that's how they make you feel. I love Bronwyn and Kaylee so much. Yeah. They're definitely like in my close, close friend group. You've had some friends in the past um, that I could tell you you didn't feel like you could really be yourself around just because when you would talk about them, you would physically... Like tense. Yeah, you would get really tense and kind of like... You just didn't talk about them with the same ease that you talk about your close friends that you have now. Yeah. And so I kind of... I'm going to take my cues from you. Mm -hmm. How your friends make you feel is going to reflect how I feel about your friends, if that makes sense. It does. I do like Bronwyn, though, um, but the one thing I'm going to remember about Bronwyn is when we were behind her on the way to... Oh, the um, first rehearsal? Yeah, because she looks just like Angelica. She really does. She literally looks, and Angelica's such a tiny, petite woman that... I don't even have to say she looks like a tiny version of Angelica because Angelica is a tiny, petite woman. She just looks like Angelica. She does. I thought, I thought it was Angelica in front of us turning around to wave, and the only thing that was confusing me was, why is Angelica in the back of this person's car? Is she, has she been kidnapped? Is she like, is she, does she need help? And it wasn't until you waved at her that I was like, why is Piper okay with the fact that Angelica's <laughs> just in the back of this person's car? And it wasn't until you were like, that's Bronwyn. And I was like, oh, all right. Bronwyn. That was weird. <laughs> she does look like Angelica, but, like, their styles of clothing are very different. Like, Well, I couldn't see her clothes. All I could see was her face. No, I know. But Bronwyn <laughs> And their is, haircuts are the same. Yeah. Bronwyn is very, like, <laughs> she'll just, like, find... She'll, like, look at a random, like, piece of clothing and be like, oh, that's cute. And then, like, she'll put it, like, like a sweater and then she'll put it on with, like, a skirt and, like, these cute little, like, green. I'm not going to cut them out this time. Every time we, every time we record, I cut out Banks. I'm just going to keep them this time. Everyone can just hear I'm having an absolute panic attack at my door. Kat, you ready for the next friend? I'm ready. Katrina. Kate. Oh, I was like, Katrina? I literally call my friends by not their name like anything that starts with like a k or a I was w about to feel really bad e. because i pride myself on actually like taking an interest in your friends yeah. and and knowing your friends and when you said katrina just now i was like oh shit no I'll, i've already gotten to one that i don't know literally i'll text kate and be like katrina caitlin like anything that starts with the k i love not kate so much i have an unnatural love for kate for a person that i've never physically met i've never physically met either i know i'm perfectly aware that my love and support for this individual is not natural because (laughs) i have never met kate is such a genuine human being i've had so many friends that have you know 
live far away or moved or lived in different states or even different countries. And there is something so solid about having friendships that don't require constant contact. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, even me and my closest like group of friends, you know, your Aunt Patty and Aunt Jessie and even Aunt Cheryl, who's my business partner and best friend. Like, I don't, I don't get to see them a lot. Yeah. But they are without a doubt. I mean, they're practically my sisters, you know, and even, even Kiki, my actual little sister, like she's away at college and I only get to text her. That bond is never less, you know, and Kate, she checks on you and she supports you anytime you want to audition for something. She is just like, honestly, she is ultimate when it comes to like. In your corner. She is always in your corner. She is always cheering you on. You do the same for her. When I see the conversations where you guys are sending each other your, like, outfits for the day or glasses you're thinking of getting or, like, a new hat or, like, a hair color you're thinking about dyeing your hair or a haircut or, like, a way that you wore your hair that day and, like, the support that you guys... You two are just, honestly, as far as I'm concerned, you and Kate are ultimate friend goals. Literally. I, I would... I, I know I know this is weird. I know it's weird because Kate is your friend that you met at your virtual school and she lived, how far away? Did, she lives like hours she away. She lives like three or four hours yeah, away. Yeah, she lives like three or four hours away. She's not even here. But I would, if Kate called you and something was going on and you came to me and you were like, something is going on and I need to get to Kate right now, that would, that's probably all I would need and we would just get in the car. I feel like Kate is 100% like your favorite out of all my friends. We would just leave. But no, literally. I would literally tell David, I'd be like, we have to go. Look at this text from the other day. Like, I sent her like a weird picture of me and she sent one back. I know, I love her so much. Or like, sometimes we'll do that and we'll reply with like, so hot, slay, like, I love her. I love her so much. She is the ultimate, like, and that's what I want. And you've actually done really well with that. and, And I love that. And that's something. I can say I did not see in most of the girls when I was your age. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Girls supporting other girls. That was not a thing. I am 100% a girl's girl. That was not a thing when I was growing up. Like, ooh, girl. It was, it was petty out there. And I know we make jokes about petty stuff, you know? And we're uh-huh. like, when, we, when you and I talk about being petty, it's usually like silly stuff. But... Girl, I could tell you some stories. P-E-T-T-Y. Petty all the time. And I love that you have this solid group of girlfriends that I think all of you genuinely want to see each other succeed. And I love that. And I love the support you have for Kate. Like every time she gets a part that she really wanted or even when she just says she's going to audition, you know, before she even knows if she's gotten a part, you're just like... You're like, yes, killing it. And I tell you, I'm like, tell her that I love her and and I'm thinking of her and she's going to kill it. And even if she doesn't get it, she still killed it. Like, I don't even need to know. She just killed it. Whatever, you know. (laughs) Yeah. That's, but yeah, I could go on for hours about Kate. I'm not going to lie. All righty. You ready for the next one? Mm -hmm. I have like a few more. Okay, Wilson. I love Wilson so much. I love him so much. I know you do. I think I think Wilson is your Marco. 
I know the audience doesn't really know Marco. Just for a little background, Marco grew up across the street, literally across the street from here, because I bought my childhood home. And I met Marco the weekend we moved into this house. I was nine years old. He and I became friends and eventually best friends. We still talk to this day. And I just love him. He was my best friend growing up. And just, there was never anything romantic. He was just my best friend. And I could talk to him about anything. He was there for me through so many things. And when you talk to me about you and Wilson's friendship, that's, that's what I see. You talk to me about Wilson the same, th- the same way I used to talk about Marco. I love Wilson. And he's so funny. <laughs> and he's very supportive of you. But I think that he would also be very protective if needed. Yeah, 100%. You know, I like Wilson. He's red. Plus, it doesn't hurt that his parents are related to David's best friends. That is very true. <laughs> that doesn't hurt. Okay. Whitaker. Oh my gosh. Wit. Always a special place in my heart. <laughs> Nothing but love for Wit. Would I would fight someone for Wit. Seriously. I would riot in the streets for Wit. You know that, right? <laughs> you sound like you're writing a song. I would, though. I would riot for Wit. I would. I w- wit could live with us. A friend that I would let move. Well, honestly, like any of your friends, if they needed somewhere to live, I'd let. But I would. I'd clear out a space for Wit in 30 minutes right now. I love Wit so much. Such a beautiful soul. And Wit, like, radiates love. Yes. Is that, like, weird to say? No. Even in pictures of you guys, again, you're a lot like me, and we go a lot off of vibes. You, I am, uh, he is tearing up my door. Something is wrong with that cat. <laughs> It is not normal for a cat to be this obsessed with someone. Let him in. If he is, if he's going to do this to my door because you're in here, just let him in. So sorry. Binks is literally tearing up my door, y'all. Like, there he is. His royal pain in the ass. He's so cute, though. Isn't he so cute? No. Yes, he is. I know you love Binks. I love him when he's not tearing up my door. I love Banks no matter what. What? What can take Banks's place? <laughs> but no, even like in the pictures of you guys, like in a way, even though you were already so close with Kate, I feel like Wit was your first like real best friend. Yeah, the first one you had a sleepover with, and like we literally had a sleepover in the first month of knowing each other. I know, and like. It was one of those friendships that just, like, I mean, y'all just clicked. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And that was what me and your Aunt Cheryl were like. Mm-hmm. She and I went to lunch once and then hung out one night, and then we were just, like, together all the time. Yeah. Nothing but love for Wit. I would. I would fight for Wit. <laughs> like, all, all, all Wit's got to do is call or text. That's cute. And I, I'm, I'm there. Yep. Emrys. Emmy. Only I'm allowed to call them Emmy. Ugh. You didn't tell me that. I was joking. That's literally all I've been calling them is Emmy. I know, I was joking. Well, I love Emrys. I love Emrys. Such a cutie patootie. Mm-hmm. I want to fold Emrys up and put him in my pocket and carry him around. That's what I think of Emmy. For real. 
such a cutie patootie, such a sweetheart. I would fold them up and put them in my pocket. And just, like, walk around? Yeah, not only for the fact that they're cutie patootie, but because I feel like they're a safe space for you. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I would want... Stop eating my wig! Look, that's your cat. <laughs> he's a weirdo. I guess I should And he's a creep. You're reach. lucky all he's doing to it is eating it. You should have seen what he was doing to my shark onesie when I walked in here. <laughs> it was more inappropriate. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Don't come over here. <laughs> he's so cute. Basically, all of your friends are safe spaces for you. I don't know Emmy as well as the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad that I, I'm glad that as you add more to your friends, I have yet to see someone to see you add someone where I'm like, mm, I don't know about them. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I would tell you if I was like, I do not get a good vibe. Yeah. You've always told me. Yeah. Okay, my la- the last one. Ow, Binks! You deserved it. No, I didn't. <laughs> and she is my favorite. I would die for her. Kylie. My sister? Yes. She's my ultimate best friend. I love her so much. I would absolutely murder someone for her. I'm supposed to tell you what I think of my little sister? Yes. Duh. Is that a real question? Yeah. I know you think she's your best friend and you would die for her. I would die for her. There's no end to the love I have for my little sister. I know. And it absolutely trumps the love that you have for her. I know. There's no way you love her more than I do. I know. But she is my best friend. Yeah. Okay, that's all my best friends then. Like my... (laughs) He is so rude. (laughs) He's so cute. He's such an attention whore. He's like, what is this, a mic? Hello. <laughs> Let's talk about your texting habits. Are they bad? They're not good. Sorry. Um, but I will say, mm, I don't believe in putting... Now, we do have... I do want to clarify for the audience that you do have a limit on... My screen time. Yes. Yeah. You have a screen time limit, but she has downtime contacts like your daddy amber any grown-ups you would need to get in touch with yeah and your close circle of friends yeah like any people that you well you need to add bronwyn to it or david does david does i don't know how to do it (laughs) or i thought i did but i messed it up last time i tried anyone that piper has ever wanted to add she just asks david and he adds you know her friends and the reason for that is, and parents can agree, disagree, whatever you want. But when I was a teenager and even a preteen and I had, I had one of those phones that you had um, prepaid like yeah, I know what you're talking minutes. About. And once I ran out, I ran out, which was honestly one of the most dangerous things ever because like if you got into a wreck oh yeah well well, not only that but after school there were several times where i just didn't have a way to contact anybody that's so not safe like i would have to go into like businesses out in arlington and ask to use their phone it was not good your kids and especially teens are gonna go through things that they don't want to share with you and that's okay 
they don't have to share it with you. And you shouldn't make them feel like they do. There are things that you're going to go through that if you want to share it with me, I would love that. I would love to listen and I would love to help you through it. But if you're not comfortable with sharing it with me, all I know is that I don't want you to go through it alone. Yeah. You're not only going to feel these things during business hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. I can't tell you to only feel upset or happy or anxious or open with talking about something or comfortable before 8 p.m. Yeah. Or between the hours of 7 a.m. and 8 p.m. That's fucking stupid. hmm You know? Like, you can't control your emotions. Yeah. You can regulate them. Yeah. But I want to know that whenever you're comfortable talking to someone or about something, that, that you can. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that their parents don't have them under stricter, you know, rules. I know that I am not going to have you under that. Mm-hmm. I also don't like it when parents, and I, I've seen this even now. It was a huge thing when I was a teenager, and I didn't understand it then. And I definitely don't understand it now, because you'd think that people that, you know, were in my generation would understand more yeah and yet they don't are you serious right now sorry i'm about to text david because binks is he's purring too loud no he's not here doing nothing wrong mom he's gone (laughs) if you kick him out he's gonna tear up my door okay okay but seriously with the texting right now while i'm talking to you okay hang on rude as hell See y'all, I'll call her out on that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But no, they view their kids' friends as like enemies. Yeah. And I never really understood that or as like competition. When I hear parents describe, oh, well, I tell my kid to do this, you know, but they have their little friends whispering in their ears. And I'm like, how do you know that? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, first of all, how do you know their little friends are whispering in their ears? And second of all, Like, how out of touch with your kid are you to where whatever it is they're wanting to do is so insane? Like, I I just, I don't know. And I get it. Sometimes kids are out of control. And I did get very lucky with you. Who fucking knows what's going to happen with the boys? Seriously. You know, maybe they will be insane. I don't, I mean. There already are. I know. Maybe they will be insane. And and I, I don't parent. You know, typically, who knows? Maybe I'll have to have talks with the boys where I'm like, have you fucking lost your mind? Like, what the hell? You know, with you, I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't think I'm sure you will at some point, but you've never said that you're going to do something where I'm like, that is a really stupid idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have, however, been like, when I'm older, can I do this? And I'm like, you can do anything once. Yeah. I'm like, do I think you'll regret that? Yeah. Do and or I'll say, yeah, you could do that. I cannot promise I won't make fun of you. Well, <laughs> but you, you won't make fun of me when me it. and Kate go to New York in the snow and have a lightsaber fight, though, right? Why would I make fun of that? That's awesome. I don't know because some people don't like Star Wars. Well, we don't need that negativity in our lives. We really don't. That was stupid. Why would I ever make fun of that? And what's crazy to me is that. When you treat your friends, 
or when you treat your kids' friends like they're the enemy or something, then your kids know that running to them gets a rise out of you. Yeah. So they'll do it even more. Uh-huh. Teach your, teach your kids what makes a good friend, what makes a good person. And at, at a certain point in their lives, you're going to have to trust that you did a good job. Yeah. You're going to have to. Your kids are going to fuck up. They're going to make mistakes. And it really sucks to have to watch them make those mistakes. But it's going to happen. And putting insane restrictions on their texting isn't going to prevent them from doing that. Yes, keep them safe. That's why Piper can't text people outside of her contacts. And she can't add contacts without our approval. But the people that are in her contacts, her actual friends, she can text them whenever she wants for however long she wants. Because I want them to be able to talk to her and I want her to be able to talk to them. And if she's pissed at me and wants to text one of her friends that her mom's being a bitch. I've never said anything like that. You will. You know, if I she, mean, I've talked to them about your singing, but sometimes about how the songs are funny. My songs are amazing. <laughs> I really should have written commercial jingles for a living. Why are you looking at my toes? I'm looking at Banks. Your toes oh. aren't even visible. What is your thing with your feet today? <laughs> You're being so weird. I don't know. Did you hear his cute little meow? <laughs> it sounded like... A cough. <laughs> <laughs> There's a constant line that parents have to walk with their kids and technology and their phones and everything you wouldn't have gotten a phone as early as you did if you didn't have theater yeah it was about keeping you safe and you having a way to get in touch with us and also about us being able to see where you are your locations are always turned on yeah and I check it all the time even when I'm home yep even when you're home or if you're out with my mom or Kiki or when you do go out with your friends. Even if I know where you are, I still look at your phone. Yeah. Just to make sure, you know, make sure that that's where you are and that you're safe. And, and that wherever you are has service so that I can see. Everything is going to come back down to communication. And I need to know that you and I have, you know, what we call the trust thing. Yeah. Which is what they talk about in Gilmore Girls, and we always establish that since you were young, you know, but the trust thing, it has to go both ways. That's the only way it works. You have had some moments where you've broken that trust, and you've gotten certain privileges taken away briefly, because that's how that works. Yeah. Have I learned? In certain circumstances, you've learned. Okay. In others, you have not, which is why you have not gotten certain privileges back yet. Okay. I can air those on air if you like. No, I'm, I like trying to think about what they are. Well, we trust you with your phone. You've actually never done anything sketchy with your phone. Yeah. You're very responsible with your phone. But we can also monitor Yeah, I know what you do with your phone so we can I see know. that. But seriously, quit calling the ghost face number. Okay, I'm it's sorry. It's so much. I'm sorry. He doesn't say anything different. He, he doesn't respond now. He just, like, hangs up because the movie, like, they only did that for when the movie comes about, out. But I want to see if, like, he starts responding again. Well, stop. Okay. You look like a crazy person. <laughs> I am a crazy person. 
no matter what time of day it is, I want you to be able to talk to your friends because I don't want you to feel as alone as I felt. Yeah. And I felt very alone growing up. And sometimes all I wanted to be able to do was talk to my friends and I couldn't. And that just made me feel even more isolated mentally and psychologically when I would be in a state of depression and I'd be up in my room and I'd be all alone, even though I knew my friends would have been there for me if I could have reached out to them. Because I couldn't reach out to them, eventually it would become solidified in my mind that I was alone and that no one cared. So I stopped reaching out. Yeah. And I stopped talking to people about what was going on with me. And it wasn't until I met, you know, Patty and Jesse that I started sharing stuff like that again. Yeah. If I was alive back then, you, uh, I would always be with you, so you could always talk to me. If you had been alive back then, I would have had a whole other set of problems. I meant if someone else had birthed me. That would have been weird, too. That would. <laughs> I understand the point you're trying to make, though, and I appreciate it. How do you feel when you see someone being left out? Girl, it makes me so sad. It's like when... (laughs) Girl! It's like when you see someone else cry, and then you start crying. That's how, like, I I will literally start crying. Like, I will go up to them, and, like, I'll be like, do you want to hang out, or do you just want to be, like, alone? Because I totally understand that, because I don't like people. And half the time they'll be like, I just want to be alone. Like, other times they're like, yeah, I just feel really left out. So, like, I'll, like, let them, like, join whichever group I'm in at that time. Mm-hmm. And so. Now, I know the people that you hang out with in theater, they're, they're really good about. Everyone loves, including... or almost everyone loves everyone in theater. Some people argue. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> well, in those cases, I just wonder... It's one of those cases where I'm like, you're in theater. Are you lost? Yeah. Do you know where you are? Blink twice if you need help. Not me blinking twice. (laughs) And I wonder if that's why you're so good at finding, and David and I have talked about that actually, if you are so good at identifying who's going to be good for you. Because I do think you have surrounded yourself with people from theater and people you've met through theater and people at TNVA, even the people that you were friends with at TNVA that are, that no longer go there, that I got to meet at testing and everything. Yeah. Um, you tend to surround yourself with friends that make you better. Yeah. You know, that teach you things about other cultures that you don't typically know, about other sexual orientations, income status, whether it's higher income than us or lower or whatever it may be. Like, you just, you really like to surround yourself with, like, all kinds. I have noticed that all of your friends, like, none of your friends are the same. They really aren't. They're, it's like, it's literally like a smorgasbord of people. Mm-hmm. And I love that about you. You don't hang out with a certain kind of person. Yeah. It, your only prerequisite for people seems to be, are they good people? And I yeah. love that so much about you. Yeah. But it didn't used to be like that yeah. for you. When you were going to in-person school, in elementary school, you were bullied. Girl. A lot. And so David much. and I wonder if that's why you're so good at identifying who is going to be a good friend and who isn't because yeah, 100%. you've had to deal with people that aren't. Mm-hmm. I had this one really good friend, or 
so I thought, um, friend, and we were, like, super close, like, even when I was, like, six, I would absolutely call her my sister, um, like, we would hang out all the time, constantly, like, have sleepovers, yes, yeah, sleepovers, playdates, whatever, and she just, like, we would always hope to be in the same class every single year. We never were. Like, um, I would actually get texts from her mom so that we could find out before the year started if they were in the same class or not. Yeah, like, we were so close. And one year, she just, like, got this new group of friends. And, like, I don't care if you have more friends. Like, woohoo. Just as long as you don't, like, leave me out. But she just kind of started being rude to me and didn't want to talk to me. She started, like, pretty, yeah, pretty much bullying me, and so it kind of hurt my feelings, and then she eventually told me that she just didn't want to be my friend anymore, and I didn't really understand because I was, like, young, and, oh, we also went to the same daycare together, too, but we were, like, really, really young, so, like, I didn't really understand why she didn't want to be my friend anymore, but that kind of, like, hurt my feelings because we were really close, so I didn't understand that, and then another time that I was, like, bullied, I was in third grade. Are we talking about the ribs thing? Yep. Yeah, that was third grade. Not the Lord's song. There was this girl. She was sweet sometimes. But there was one time in gym class when we were, like, playing basketball. And I suck at any sport that has to do with things being thrown at you. Or thrown. You get that from me. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, we were taking turns, like, trying to, like, get the ball in the basket. Or hoop, whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about sports, okay? No, I'm not judging you. I don't, I'm not sports. Um, I mean, I like to watch sports, but uh, yeah, can't play for shit. I mostly like to watch volleyball because Amber teaches it and it's like fun. Like, right, so you people. know a little bit about that. I like to watch basketball and football. I like volleyball. Football's fun, though, because I like watching people get tackled to the ground. Oh my god, uh, me too. It's so funny I love sometimes. It. I also like to watch, like on the sidelines because there's always crazy shit happening over there yeah so we were doing that and i sat behind her because that's the way that the order was going it was like four different groups on each side so that's the way that the order was going so i sat back behind the girl i was sitting behind and she was talking to me like being quite rude and then all of a sudden she punched me in the like stomach in the stomach yeah and and you, like, collapsed. Like, they had it on the security camera. Yeah. Like, she knocked you to the ground. Yeah, I think that was, like, my, like, main time when I was bullied was when I got punched. Well, but... see, it broke my heart because and I know every parent's like, oh, my baby is so sweet, they would never do that. But what really broke my heart is, one, you would never do that, but... It broke my heart because you just genuinely didn't understand that kind of behavior. Yeah. And. Because I'd never been around someone like that. Right. And I taught you not to behave that way. You know, you were always very kind to everyone. Just like when your friend got more friends, like to you, you were just like, oh, okay, more friends. And to yeah. her, it was like, oh, replacing Piper, not adding to yeah. the group. Banks. <laughs> Stop it! God. But you, when you came home, and you were crying, and you were upset, and it was when I, li- when I asked you where you got hit, and you lifted your shirt and showed me, and you literally had this, like, tiny little fist size bruise, and I asked you what happened, 
you couldn't even fully explain to me what happened because you, you genuinely didn't understand why she would punch you. Like, you were like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what I did. You know, maybe... I, and then you started saying, like, maybe I was in her way or... Like, you started excusing this shitty behavior from this other little brat. And, you can uh, say the B word, Mom. Bitch. Yep. Oh. Female dog. Well, whatever. That I mean, honestly, that was the final straw and why I was, like, once COVID happened and everything, that paired with that happening, I was like, yeah, we gotta get her the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad, because it was, it was better all the way around. You're getting a better ed- education, you're around better people, and you get to participate more in theater, so. Yeah. Better all the way around. I would like to think that I've taught you pretty well, and yeah. I think that because you dealt with that you learned a lot and you learned how to identify behavior that isn't okay I don't know if I can take credit for the fact that you are really good at this but you are really good at calling people out on not okay behavior I've seen you do it I feel like it's a mixture of you and David yeah like you don't have a problem telling someone um don't say that to them yeah that's rude as hell (laughs) you know yeah, or, like, when during Wizard of Oz, that one girl said, um, like, a slur or something. Oh, yeah. And she just tried to excuse it. Yeah, and you were like, yeah, there's really no excuse for saying that. Yeah, both like, me and the twins. Yeah, just shut your mouth. And and I'm very proud of you for things like that. But because of that, I I don't think I really have to worry about the friends that you surround yourself with. People judge you by the company you keep. And... I don't think I have to worry about that at all because I think the company you keep is fantastic. I think your friends are a really great reflection of you and the kind of person you are and your character and how accepting you are and how you love anyone and how you don't judge people based on anything but who they are. Yeah. You're not a mean girl and I love that. I've never raised you to be that way. I want you to be one of those people that knows seeing someone else succeed does not take away from you succeeding. And I think seeing you grow up and seeing how you are with your friends, seeing how you text with them, because I never, I don't look at your stuff. That's another thing with texting or your journal or whatever it may be. I'm a huge believer in privacy. I will never look at your stuff. God about journaling. I haven't done that in like a while. I wouldn't know because I don't look at your stuff. I know, I just I am. I'm a huge believer in, in your privacy. I think that is important. And I think that I, I don't oh my god, nothing it literally makes me want to punch another parent when I hear that they have looked through their kids' shit. I'm literally like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This is why your kid keeps shit from you. <laughs> but when you've shown me conversations, like something funny yeah. that you guys say, or you'll just tell me stuff. Like, you'll be like, oh my God, we were talking about this. And so-and-so said this. It was fucking hilarious. You know, I just love the way that you guys talk, you know, or how supportive you are of your friends, because that's what I want. That's what I want you to have. I want you to be that for them. And I want you to have that from them. Yeah. All the friends you mentioned earlier and all the friends that we can't mention that I know that you talk to and are close with, all of you have that. 
Yeah. It's such a rare thing to find so young. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it more and more often with your generation. Even though my generation is crazy. I do not agree. I think that... Or according to old people, Gen Z. I, I, think, I think there's quite a few things that the older generation could learn, could stand to learn from. Um, yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah, y'all could learn a few things as well, you know, but yes. when it comes to supporting other people, this, like, dog-eat-dog bullshit that we grew up on is just, it's just not fucking true. It's just, it's just not true. Yeah. And it's created petty, vindictive assholes. Yeah. It, it's just weird. You know, and I honestly, I think that's why me and your Aunt Cheryl are so close. Because your Aunt Cheryl is, frankly, I'm, I'm not trying to sound shallow, but your, your Aunt Cheryl is stunning. She's br- gorgeous. Brilliant. And very successful. Yes. And that is why some women have not been able to handle it. Yeah. They have not been able to be very good friends to her. And it makes me absolutely furious. Because... She's one of the best friends to have because that woman is extremely supportive. Yeah, 100%. There is no reason in the world why she should not have the support that she gives. Mm-hmm. And it's just so fucking stupid. But it's that mentality. It's the mentality that, like, everyone's in competition or, like, someone else being successful is somehow taking away from your success. That's not a thing. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And you and your friends are very good at not believing that either. Just like when you and Emrys were auditioning for this previous audition you went on. You originally weren't even going to audition for it, but you went because if you had both gotten in, you wanted to be in another play with them. Yeah. But even if not, you would have been just as excited for Emmy, you know, like it's not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I always support my friends. Yeah. And just like earlier, you literally asked me, you were like, if I don't happen to get in, Next year, can I still go to opening night? I need that picture. But I'm just saying it's just about support. Yes. You know? And so, honestly, when it comes to what I think of your friends, I I will tell... If you get to a point where you have a friend where I'm like, something is not right, I'll tell you. Yeah. And I would like to think that you would listen. I would 100% listen. And I would like to think that you wouldn't, you know, and I definitely wouldn't be like, oh, I don't like them. You can't hang out with them. Yeah. I would probably just be like, Something, something's off. Yeah. You need to take a step back. But no, I'll literally support my friends no matter what. Like, I don't care what you look like, what you believe in, who you like, like anything. Mm-hmm. I will always support you and, like, love them. Unless they're, like, murdering someone. Uh, obviously, unless they're murdering someone. Or eating people. Unless, that is my biggest fear, is I'm going to be friends with someone that is eating someone. I feel in like I sandwich? already am. Yes. None of your friends are eating people in sandwiches. You don't Stop. Know that. I feel like I would have gotten an eating people vibe from <laughs> at least one of them if they were. On next week's episode, we are going to get a little silly and ask never have I ever questions and more. Thanks so much for listening. Feel free to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And make sure to hit that follow and subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Love you. <laughs> Should I do more ASMR? No.